0: Maybe that Lions quarterback situation is pretty good after all. It's a Tuesday, Locked On Lions. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. what's happening, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It's Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. We plate this dish on a Tuesday, March 7th, and a Wednesday, March 8th. Thanks for making us your first listen. And checking us out wherever you get your podcasts exclusively here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry Twitter f- uh, feed is at Derry Speaks. At Locked On Lions also on Twitter is where you can find us. Matt Derry Facebook fan page is where we post the podcast as well. And shout out to those of you watching. On the Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. Uh, coming up today on the show, the Lions' Jared Goff is trending on Twitter. That's... Why? Why would Jared Goff be trending on Twitter? I will explain coming up momentarily here on the show. Also, the team has announced its coaching staff, the complete list, here on March 7th including a new addition. We'll tell you about that coming up momentarily. Todd McShay's new mock draft is out, along with Dane Bruglers from TheAthletic.com, the post-combine mock draft, and both of those guys have the same player mocked at number six for the Lions. We'll get into that momentarily as well here on the show, but thanks, to everybody, for listening, watching, and however you're consuming this very podcast. Striving home today from work, from Farmington Hills to the east side, and Macomb County, and I was doing some thinking. And I was thinking, Lamar Jackson, uh, uh, franchise tag, un, 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 uh, what's unprotected franchise tag, whatever it's called, where basically it's not the usual franchise tag where you keep the player at a certain price. This is the uh, non-tendered franchise tag, meaning Lamar Jackson, if he comes back to the Ravens, would make $32 million this year. But he can talk to other teams, and if another team signs him, they'd have to relinquish two first-round picks to Baltimore. Daniel Jones of the Giants just signed today a brand-new four-year, $160 million contract. Geno Smith's getting $30-plus million a year with the Seahawks. Derek Carr just got four years and $100-some-odd million with the New Orleans Saints. All of these guys I'm mentioning, and I'm not let me let me let me rephrase that. Not name Lamar Jackson, but Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, Geno Smith, I think Jared Goff is just as good or better than all of them. Jared Goff beat Daniel Jones this year. All right. Derek Carr is the interception king of the NFL. Uh Geno Smith, good for him. He's over 30 years old, just got a three-year deal from the Seahawks, and there's reports that Seattle is still going to draft a quarterback, possibly at number five. But the Lions quarterback is good. All right, had a really good season. And, oh, by the way, we'll be making a base salary this season of $21 million. Here's Daniel Jones getting $40 million a year. $40 million a year from the New York Giants. So let's go back to my original point. Why is Jared Goff trending on Twitter? So I click on the button, and I'm scrolling down, reading everybody's tweets about Jared Goff. And there are people, fans, that want the Lions to trade Jared Goff and sign Lamar Jackson. Lamar's available. The Lions, go get him. He's free to sign with anybody. Now, I think teams that need a quarterback, and sorry, the Lions don't. Jared Goff won nine games this year and played well and made the Pro Bowl. The Detroit Lions should not be pursuing Lamar Jackson. But teams that need a quarterback, I would think, would be pursuing him. Yet, there are reports today that Atlanta, who needs a quarterback, Carolina, who needs a quarterback. Washington, who needs a quarterback. Las Vegas, who needs a quarterback. Heck, even the Dolphins, because their quarterback is always concussed. All these teams aren't interested. Why wouldn't you at least talk to them? Why are reports coming out within hours of the Franchise tag or unsolicited or unmarked car or un-whatever it's called. Franchise tag that the Ravens put on him, allowing him to talk to other teams. Why are these teams already leaking to reporters that they're not interested? Lamar Jackson won the MVP a couple years ago. He's 26. Is Is he the greatest passer in the world? No. Anybody watch the Ravens offense this year when Lamar Jackson was injured? It wasn't very good. He's not a top five quarterback, but Lamar Jackson's pretty good. Now, if I'm the Lions, am I pursuing him? No. I like what I have right now in Jared Goff. I like his cap number. I like his salary. He's got two more years left. Would they want to negotiate with him after next season? Maybe have to pay him f- close to $50 million a year when Deshaun Watson's getting over 40 and What's he won? Daniel Jones just got 40. Like I said, Geno Smith's getting over 30. Derek Carr's getting close to 30 million dollars. Jared Goff may command if the Lions win the division. 45, 50 million dollars. Some of you are gonna go, why why would they do that? Well, that's the that's the number. Deshaun Watson getting 230 million dollars from the Cleveland Browns. And their bonehead ownership guaranteed ruined the market for quarterbacks, for teams. They are now forced to have to pay big dollars if they have a quarterback that has a pulse. Daniel Jones had one good year. Three bad years. The Giants didn't even pick up his fifth-year option last offseason because he was so mediocre. Got some coaching from Brian Dable. All of a sudden... Danny Dunn's just got a 40-piece from uh, the big blue wrecking crew. But that's because, here's my main point to this whole argument, if you let him walk, if you don't sign Daniel Jones, what's the alternative? Drafting somebody? You don't know if any of these guys can play. There's no lock guarantee. There's no Peyton Manning in this draft. Heck, there's not even an Eli Manning in this draft. Some people like Stroud. Some people like Bryce. Some people like AR-15. Some even like Will Levis. None of those guys are guarantees. There's no LeBron at the top of this draft or Anthony Davis, Peyton Manning. Right? So the Giants had to ante up. And the Lions have a good quarterback for cheap you are not trading Jared Goff to go sign Lamar Jackson and then relinquish two first-round picks. What I think is shady is that these teams that need quarterbacks, like I mentioned, how would Atlanta not pursue Lamar Jackson? How would the Raiders not pursue Lamar Jackson? But the Lions are in good shape, folks. They're in good shape. They shouldn't mess with anything. Think about these other teams. Think about what Green Bay is doing right now. Waiting on Aaron Rodgers. Now there's reports the Packers are allowing Aaron Rodgers to talk to other teams. Go go talk to the Jets. The Jets are reportedly have already talked to him. Sent a contingent to go to go see him. All right. What's Atlanta going to do? Desmond Ritter? What are the Raiders going to do? Jarrett Stidham? What are the commandos going to do? Sam Howell? Carolina gonna bring Sam Darnold back? If the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers, what are they going to do? Mike White? The Bears, they got Justin Fields, but they don't know if he can throw. Are the Vikings going to sign Kirk Cousins long-term? Is Jordan Love going to do anything for Green Bay? But yet the Lions sit in a good position because their quarterback at a good year is only 28 years old, has been to a Super Bowl with the Rams, and may have resurrected his career this past year. Under Ben Johnson. So let's just pump the brakes on golf trending and trading and signing them to $50 million because you got to lock them up. Let's let Brad Holmes make the calls. Be patient. He's got two more years on his contract. The Lions don't need to go crazy at all in this situation. That is my opinion on that. They are in good shape with their quarterback. These other teams aren't. Not at all. All right. Coming up next, tell you about the Lions' new assistant coach. We'll talk a little Todd McShay mock draft. First, though, our friends at FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the Lockdown Podcast Network and also the official betting partner of the NBA. NBA season is kind of ramping up here. You got March and April. We're getting close to the playoffs. Midway Point has just come and gone. Great opportunity to download the FanDuel app, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bet. Bet's back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. You can bet on everything. Three-pointers made, top scorers in a game, uh, point scorers, whatever you want. Money line. Let's go. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. Don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com. That's FanDuel.com. Go there to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. All right, so the Lions put out a release this afternoon. They have a their coaching staff is set and etched in stone for the 2023 season. Big news, Dan Campbell's coming back. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, we've told you about all the changes that have been made, et cetera, the running backs coach, the D-line coach, you know, guys coming back like Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn. Uh, the Lions have replaced a John Morton, who is a senior offensive assistant. He left this past couple of weeks ago for Denver. To work with Sean Payton. The team has announced today the hiring of Jim Hostler. No, not Jeff Hostetler. Jim Hostler as the new senior offensive assistant. Hostler has been in the NFL a very long time, longtime NFL wide receivers coach, and for the last two years uh, has been the senior offensive assistant for the Washington football team. So Jim Hostler is the newest staff member for your Detroit lions love seeing a lot of the staff coming back guys like Antoine Randall L who I know was at the Indiana Michigan basketball game uh the other day at his alma mater seeing uh, the Hoosiers knock off a Juwan's club uh Ben Johnson coming back Aaron Glenn uh Hank Fraley along along the offensive line um the Lions are gonna have a good year and I like the staff and I like the fact that um Dan Campbell keeps adding a mix of former players to the staff, uh, but also highly regarded guys and guys that, uh, you know, have experience, including Jim Hosler. So the Lions are in good shape. You know, I've talked about it a lot on the show. I've mentioned it. I know I see it on, on Twitter and on, on our comments on the YouTube channel, but people are excited for this season. And that's why I don't think the Lions need to be doing anything drastic When it comes to free agency trades, they need to add some players. They're going to add some players. I would love for them to go out and get a veteran middle linebacker. Heck, Eric Kendricks got cut by the Vikings because they're in cap hell. Can you imagine Eric Kendricks on the Lions? I freaking love that guy. Bobby Wagner? Give me Kendricks or Wagner. But, you know, these crazy trades and, oh, let's trade golf. No, no. Let's sign Lamar. No, not doing that. I'm not changing the way the offense is running right now under Ben Johnson for Lamar Jackson, whose plays and an and offense and scheme is a lot different than Jared Goff. Do I wish Jared Goff could run the ball like Lamar Jackson and evade ta- would-be tacklers and, and pass rush? Yes. Lamar Jackson's better than Jared Goff. I'm not dumb. But I like where the Lions are as they trend upward, and I like – the direction they're going. and I like the cap number for golf and the salary and two more years. Let's play it out. He's a good leader, etc. So that's the coaching staff uh, for your Lions for this season. Made official today on their website at DetroitLions.com. A couple more mock drafts have the same player mocked to Detroit at number six. And these are two guys I respect a lot. By the way, uh, Mike Renner, Pro Football Focus NFL Draft analyst was in Indianapolis. Mike is going to join us tomorrow on the show. Always like talking to Mr. Renner. We're going to get him on tomorrow. But uh, coming up next, I'll tell you about Todd McShay's mock draft. We will do that right here on Locked On Lions. All right, so Todd McShay, ESPN.com. Uh, had his uh, post-Combine mock draft today. Dane Brugler from TheAthletic.com also had his post-Combine uh, mock draft today. And I think the big story is not who was drafted at 6 and and, and at 18. Uh, Lucas Van Ness was in one mock draft at 18. Uh, Kalijah Cansey, who I like from Pitt, was mocked, I believe, in McShay's uh, mock draft for 18. And we do mock draft stuff all the time, so... An edge in Van Ness from Iowa can't see the D tackle from Pitt. But what I find interesting is that both guys, Brugler in the and McShay at ESPN, both guys mocked Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback from Oregon, to the Lions at number six. Now let's take McShay's mock draft, um, for example. He's got Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Anderson and Tyree Wilson all going ahead of uh, Gonzalez at six. So Jalen Carter, not in McShay's top 10. Um, and you're talking three quarterbacks and two defensive players, Will Anderson and Tyree Wilson. Jalen Carter, due to the um, arrest situation and everything else, is not, I think, in the plans for the Lions. I said that last week. I'll continue to say it. But Christian Gonzalez continues to come up as the name at number six for Detroit. I spent some time last night on the old YouTube watching more of Christian Gonzalez play. And he's so much taller. (laughs) Like watching Christian Gonzalez and then going and watching a Lions game and seeing Okuda and Hughes. Will Harris, not so much. Will Harris is kind of tall. Oruwarie was kind of tall. Jerry Jacobs. A.J. Parker, if you remember, was diminutive. Uh, Chase Lucas, same thing, was a seventh-round pick. But watching Gonzalez on film, he's 6'2". He looks like he's 6'3", or 6'4". Just just the body type, the posture, long strides. He's a good football player. And it seems like, and again, these are just mock drafts, all right? But it seems like this is where everybody thinks the Lions are going to go at number six with a need for a cornerback. And I'm a little bit surprised that Devin Witherspoon from Illinois is not mocked more lately. That Christian Gonzalez, following the combine, just seems to be the chic pick at number six. I just wonder what, if, if, if there are Lion fans out there that are scared about taking a corner that high. Because on one hand, Jeff Okuda went number three to the Lions years ago under then-general manager the maestro, Bob Quinn. And Jeff Okuda has not lived up to the billing of number 3. He had a really good first half of last year. We got to see some shades of how good he could be, and then he kind of tapered off last year, got benched uh, in a game, uh, uh, deactivated due to injury in Week 18, etc. But then you gotta remember Sauce Gardner was a top-five pick of the Jets last year, and the guy's Arguably the best cornerback in the game right now. I would not hate the Christian Gonzalez pick at number six. Let me say this on the record. But I do think there's a chance with teams jockeying for position and dying for quarterbacks and trying to get up to six like the Raiders and the Panthers. And I think the Lions, if they were to trade back with Las Vegas at seven, I know it's one pick away, but you never know. Or Carolina at 9 could still get Gonzalez or Witherspoon at one of those spots. I'm still kind of leaning on that. But McShay, Dane Brugler, so many people now are just falling in love with Christian Gonzalez. And believe it, that's where the Lions will go. But if the Lions were to go Gonzalez at 6 and Cansey at 18, I wouldn't have an issue with it. Gonzalez in 6 and Van Ness at 18, wouldn't have a problem with it. Brissy at 18 torrents the guard uh will tackle in college but could play guard in, uh, in, in the nfl wouldn't have an issue with that either but i i, I like the accumulating of picks and i want to make those picks i don't want to make any drastic trades or do anything ridiculous here because i think the conservative approach the safe approach is is worked for the lions but again if they trade for jalen ramsey and also sign jamel dean or or sign two cornerbacks in free agency, wouldn't that mean that they wouldn't take one at six? We'll have to wait and see. But I thought those were two interesting mock drafts today. Tanya Lalonde, today. All right, Mike Renner from PFF tomorrow, right here on Locked Onlines. Love you all. I appreciate each and every one of you. You have yourself a great day.